So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. You're basically playing for a star player here. That's the way I'm looking at it. You're playing for that superstar Max guy to sign with you. Tim Hardaway. <laughs> yeah. Tim Hardaway. Again. You're playing for Kawhi, guys. No, in all seriousness. I know you don't think Kawhi's going to leave, but Nick fans, you're playing for fucking Kawhi, bro. Prove that you can at least go to the second what round. Off- Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back, Max and Juan Cast fam. What's going on, Max? We just got done with a three-hour stream, bro. We grinding. Man, I thought I was tired, but you know what? I found some new energy. The Lakers won, bro. So that got me going. You know, that's going to keep me going all night. So I'm hyped. Yo, I was so hyped when LeBron, what's, what are we calling him? I drop Bron. I drop Bron. The I- real Curry. <laughs> But look, man, we're going to be getting into some playoff predictions. We did one for the play-in games, but we're going to do a full breakdown of every game in the first round, East and West, okay? We're going to have this out on Thursday. We're grinding today. We just got done with a three-hour stream. It is 11.45 p.m. We just got done watching the Laker game. So obviously, we don't know the exact matchups, but we're going to do a lot of assuming for the one and eights. But... um. Let's get into it, Max, because we got a lot of games to go over. Let's start off in the West, okay? Utah Jazz and... Either the Warriors or the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are going to play the Warriors Friday. That's just going to be a fun game. I guess we can just give our pick really quick because we didn't really have it picked earlier in the play. I'm going to take the Grizzlies. They're not going to get beat twice. Wow. Oh, you're talking about for the playing game? Yeah, yeah, just for the playing game. Yeah. Well, I, I got the Warriors, okay? I think the Warriors are going to win, but I'll, I'll go for both for, for both series. So let's just break it down real quick. All right, well, you give me the key storylines for the Warriors versus Jazz. For the Warriors, it's going to be probably Steph Curry. Like, Steph Curry is going to be the guy that everyone's going to be talking about because if he winds up winning this playing game, most likely he's going to have to go off. So he's going to be red hot. He was hot tonight. He scored about 35. So it's, it's going to be Curry, all right? And what can these role players do? Is Andrew Wiggins going to show up? You know, is Draymond Green going to have a shot on the outside? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, I didn't really think about the series too much because I'm, I'm going to go with the Grizzlies, but just the ability to keep Gobert on the floor is going to be key for the um, 
jazz. We've seen in the past, like Steph Curry put him in the mixer. That was a different type of team, though. Like, this is a much more modern team. Like, this isn't Derek Favors and Gobert together anymore with the guy who can't really shoot. You know, this is like four shooters plus Gobert. So, I'm, I did, look, I'll put it like this the Jazz are going to win the series regardless of who they fucking play, in my opinion. And if they play the Grizzlies, the key is either it's going to be Ja or Jaron Jackson having a breakout. Uh, this series for the Grizzlies isn't really about winning. It's just about getting the repetition, getting a taste of playoff basketball. Only way I see Grizzlies winning this shit, Ja goes nuts, Jaron Jackson goes nuts, Brooks goes nuts. Yeah. Uh, the Jazz, just play with effort. Don't don't be the Clippers. Don't blow big leads. Don't give them confidence, and don't play their game. Play your game. Play your game. Play your game. And when I say play your game, have Rudy Gobert out there, who's arguably the defensive player of the year, and he might struggle like Draymond Green on the five, but you know what? If I'm the Utah Jazz, I'm going to say, fuck it. You go ahead and shoot Draymond Green because you can't really shoot from the outside. Play your game. The Jazz are a better team than the Grizzlies and the Warriors regardless. And the Warriors and the Grizzlies are kind of on the same boat. They're going to be depending on one player only, which is a point guard. And that's either John Morant or Stephen Curry. And the Utah Jazz are just better as a collective unit. They have, they have Conley. They have Mitchell. The, the list goes on. Like, they just have a bunch of great players. They play defense. I like Dan Snyder. I'm going to go with the Jazz coming out on top and getting to the second round, regardless on who they play. Who's your X factor for the Jazz in either series? Boldanovich. Oh, that's a good one. I have yeah. Ingles. Like, he's my role player X factor. Like, obviously, the series X factor is just Gobert being on the court. It doesn't matter who, which team they play. Like, he can't be played off the court like we've seen in the past. And for the Warriors, I'd say Wiggins. And if they're Grizzlies, I'd say maybe Valanchunas. Maybe, yeah. It has a big couple games. And what's your prediction for the series? Like four one, four one Golden uh, Jazz over Golden State. Yeah, I got the same thing from Memphis. Maybe they steal one home game. Exactly. But let's move on. Let's go to the Lakers. They just won tonight, like we just discussed. They're gonna be playing the Phoenix Suns, fifty one and twenty one, second in the West. Obviously, two against the the seventh seed. The Lakers winded up just. Getting very lucky, in my opinion. I was talking about it on the end of our stream. I think they got on the right side of the bracket. Um, it worked out for them with all the shit that went on and going from the number one seed all the way down to the seven and playing in the play-in game. Ended up working out. And it's going to suck because my boy, CP3, is probably going to lose another series because I'm rolling with the Lakers, baby. Well, they played three times in the regular season, these teams. I'm going to just preference it with this. AD missed two of the games. LeBron missed two of the games. Suns won two out of the three. Let's, that don't mean shit on this one. There's not really anything you can really gather from it. The storylines for me, can the Lakers find their chemistry? How are the Suns young guys going to handle their first taste of playoff action? That's huge. Yeah, They have CP3. They have Jay Crowder. They have someone else like Dario Sarge he's been in the playoffs but it's not like this team has gone through it it's not like oh this is our third playoffs and together so how does Booker handle it how does Aiden Aiden I think is going to be one of the low key keys to the game <laughs> uh let me ask you this one how did the Suns win this playoff series DeAndre Aiden needs to become a fucking man that's the only way they're going to win so the basically an Aiden like breakout performance yes. eight but on defense like he has to hold his own and i know it's not going to be easy but that's the one of the main reasons why i'm picking 
the Lakers as Max Yawns because we just had a three-hour stream. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. But look, I'm going to roll with the Lakers because of AD. Like, AD is going to destroy DeAndre Ayton. That's the big problem with the Phoenix Suns. Like, they love to run that small ball lineup with Sarik at the five, and it is just not going to work against the Lakers. Because as much as you give criticism to Drummond, I feel confident that Drummond's going to be able to destroy Sarik. Like, they, they're not going to be able to run that lineup well, against the Well, I mean, I think AT's going to be the one to destroy yeah. Sarik, so I'm not really worried. Regardless, regardless. And look, we're going to go through some of the like X factors, but I want to just give this. LeBron played one game, AD played one game. LeBron had 38, AD had 42. Uh, when you look at the roster, there's no matchup for AD anywhere. Like, if you want to put Aiden on him, I don't like that matchup at all. And LeBron, I like Bridges, but he's more of a guy, I think, who's better to corral guards. Like, he's going to get out physical by LeBron. Chris Paul, he struggled this year when they played the played the Lakers. He's only averaging 10 points. Shooting I wouldn't 35, say he struggled, though. But he's shooting 35% from the shoot. He, he, he struggled scoring. And if you think about it, like KCP – uh, Schroeder, who's good defensively, like they did a, they did good on Steph Curry for stretches. Like I don't think Chris Paul's gonna be able to explode. And Booker, I need Booker to play big. So what do you mean? Like is gonna make the Lakers win the series? Is it just? It's the big man. Stay it's, healthy or feed AD. No, it's feed AD. Go at DeAndre Ayton because DeAndre Ayton is one very young and two, like he's a problem. Like I, he's the one piece of the Suns that's really missing. Like. It's always a glaring question mark for them. Like, I'm not worried about CP3, and I'm honestly not worried about Devin Booker. I'm worried about DeAndre Ayton and how he's going to perform. So, Sun's X Factor is who? Has to be Bridges or Jay Crowder. No, I'm not talking about a role player. I'm talking about, like, actual X Factor. Oh. Ayton. It comes back to Ayton. He's the X Factor. If- I, I put the performance of Ayton. And for this, I did storylines or, like, a player. Like, I put performance of Ayton and the young guns. Like, how do they respond? Yeah. I'm not really worried about Booker. He's a star, right? But, like, Bridges, uh, Cameron Johnson. Lakers X Factor is, I would say, sh- start strong. Don't be lackadaisical. Don't give this team confidence. And maybe you can put, like you said, but that's like more of a key to winning, like feed AD, yeah. feed him. So the Suns role player X factor is, like you said, Crowder or Sarge, right? I yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. Or Bridges. Or Bridges. I, he's kind of like too good to be a role player at times. So that's yeah. why I didn't put him in mind. Lakers X factor role player is who for you? Kuzma. Kuzma's always going to be an X factor. And since they play that small ball lineup with the Suns, it's going to be drumming. Like Frank Vogel played drumming a lot this um this game right now. Marcus All didn't see not DMP, that many minutes. DMP. Yeah, did not play tonight. Montrezl 10 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Uh, I got Dennis Schroeder as my X Factor. If you, if the Lakers can figure out kind of how to get him in the fold and get him like going, they're tough to beat. Like, it's gonna be on the defensive end for him. I don't think I think he's gonna be fine on defense. I need him to get a shot back. I can't have him go two for eleven again. Yeah. So who are you going with? I'm gonna go Lakers four two. Actually, I think it's they're gonna be six. It's not gonna be a sweep or anything like that. No, I don't think a, so either. I'm rolling with you. Uh, I agree. Four four two six games. There's no way this game is a sweep. No freaking way. But yeah, I'm I'm rolling with the Lakers, man. It's it's tough. And I, I just want to spend like a minute on your opinion with Chris Paul if he loses this series. How bad is it gonna look? With him, it's not with bad. His Why would it look bad? 
I, I mean, it's people just, are gonna judge them off of it, bro. Saying what they lost to a seven seed, that the team that was supposed to contend for the title. I mean, it's COVID, bro. Lakers aren't the typical seven seed. It's like, it's like in the lockout. It's kind of like it's just such bad luck with yeah, Chris exactly. Paul, though, bro. It's bad. I mean, you know who else kind of has that is Melo. Kind of, I would say a little bit. I think Paul has more bad luck when it comes like to injuries and stuff. And like I'm looking at, I'm looking at the team stats. Like how Phoenix has been so good this year. They're ninth on offense and points per game and seventh in defense. Yeah. Like compared to Lakers who are 23rd in points and second on defense of points allowed. It, but it's like so many injuries. So it's like, oh, the Lakers really the 23rd best offensive team in basketball? Not really. But yeah. it's like. What he's done with the Suns is so transformative, man. He really deserves MP- MVP boast. I know he's your guy. He's my guy. But that's a great transition, Max. You're on fire today. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go into the Nuggets. This is the Nuggets versus the Trailblazers. Trailblazers. Three versus six. Season series. Nuggets won two. Blazers won one. Jamal Murray missed two of the games. CJ McCollum missed the game. Let's throw it all out. That shit doesn't matter at all. I'm going to start with the storylines this time. Where do they find the points that Jamal Murray had? And this isn't like maybe playoff Rondo's a thing. What about playoff Murray? (laughs) Like after game like five against uh, Utah, it was a different Murray. And look, I like Michael Porter Jr. a lot. I just don't know how ready I am for him to be that guy. He's the X factor though. Yeah. No doubt. And, I mean, you're, you're jumping the gun a little bit, but you were 100% right. Um, it's, this is what I wrote for the Blazers, right? If they win, so what? What What then? What? Like, tell me, what do you do? <laughs> you lose in the second? Like, oh, you're talking about if they lose? No, I'm saying, what if they, like, so okay, they win, then what? They get, like, just mauled to death by whoever? Well, who would they play? Just off, off the top of your head, do you know? Lakers. Wow. Yeah, that's that's not going to happen. They're not gonna beat the Lakers. Um, the the Blazers are in a I'm tough just, spot. I know, confused. I know where you're getting. To. It's just like, yeah. bro. I'm like, what? Well, Speak your piece. It's just like, what? Like, what? What's the ceiling for this team, man? I've been calling for like five years now. Blow this shit up. Blow this shit up. Like, unless there's some really bad injury luck, and they hit like the Lakers and AD rolls an ankle, knock on wood or whatever. I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. And like to me, Nuggets win the series. Jokic is a freaking problem. There's nobody. Cantor, Nurkic, whatever. Coving- <laughs> Honestly, you might want to put Covington on him. Maybe some length can bother him. Yeah. Um, Like, Jokic is going to have to get like 30, 10, and 10. And Michael Porter Jr. is going to have to play like he's been playing the last month of the season. You touched on that. Uh, What about the Blazers? How do they win this series? It's Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard has to go off, you know. You know, I CJ. just, I, I just don't see how this team can fucking defend at all. Like, well, they're not. They're not going to be able to it, defend. But I, I really like, I really like the matchup for Denver, especially with Jokic MVP type season. He's been tearing it up. Um, X factors. I like you said. I jumped the gun, but it's definitely Michael Porter. Like he's a guy where it's the difference between being a seven game series and a sweep if he plays good. Like, yeah, that's the way if I see he it. balls, he's gonna take them out. Like yes. they don't have anyone to match up with him. Maybe Covington, maybe, but like then who's gonna match up on Jokic? Yeah. Uh, my Nuggets X factor again is like you MP, MPJ. Yeah, basically it was basically like who's gonna make up for Murray, and then I put equals MPJ. Blazers X factor is find some way to slow down Jokic. 
that's all they can hope for. <laughs> I mean, I Carmelo I, can be an X factor. I mean, he's more like a role. I he's my role player X factor. <laughs> it's Powell or Mello, and then my Nuggets role player X is Aaron Gordon. If they can kind of get him going on offense, he's a big part be, on defense. To be honest, who Aaron. who would you put him on? Oh man, because uh, I don't think this is a good matchup for him specifically on defense. What he does well, like he's not going to be able to corral Lillard or McCollum. Yeah, but he can be a great help defender. No, that's what I'm talking about. Just I think he's good. I think the next round when they advance, <laughs> because they're not going to fucking gonna lose. put him on on Bron. And even if they advance more, and they, he, he can play good on Kawhi. That'd be a good matchup for him, Kawhi. It's like shit like that. Like he's a bulky yeah. dude. He's not fast. So with all this said, who you who you rolling with? I'm just looking at it. I don't want to hit anything. Like, this is what it comes down to before I make my pick. Blazers have the fifth best offense. They have the 27th worst defense. Like, the <laughs> Nuggets have the ninth best defense on points per. These are just points per game alike allowed. Yeah. Nuggets score 115. They give up 110. Blazers score 116. Give up 115, basically. Like, that's not cutting it, bro. That When it's the playoffs the defensive teams to me kind of get the advantage because they can be more handsy and they can be like more physical. Like we saw that this game, like it changed like Draymond green. When he hit LeBron in the face, he gets ejected in regular season. Yeah. That's a common foul. I didn't agree with it just because of how it's ref the whole year, but I understand to me, it's nuggets and five, maybe six. I'm going to go nuggets and six. I'm going to go nuggets and seven. I'm gonna, you really think it's going to be Yes, them? I think it's going to be seven. I don't doubt Damian Lillard. He's the one guy that scares me. With all this said, like Porter playing good, Jokic playing good, like the Nuggets are better. I completely agree. But this guy's like a trump card, bro. Like he comes out and he balls, and this ain't the Lakers. Like it's the Nuggets, so I'm not that confident in it. Like I don't feel like LeBron would just shut him down. Um I'm 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 still gonna go with the Nuggets, but it's gonna be a close series. I I'm I feel like this series is gonna go seven, uh, four three Nuggets. Well, this isn't the first time they've played too. Maybe we should have like this is what they played two years ago, and Denver lost to them in seven. So maybe they'll get some revenge, like you're saying. Exactly. But speaking of revenge, you're on fire today, Max. Bro, <laughs> mean to, I don't mean to do it. I That's just, the best way, bro. Oh, me too. But look, great transition. Uh. A little bit of salt in the wounds for the Dallas Mavericks. They're going to be facing the Clippers in the 3-6 matchup. Luka, Kawhi, Paul George. It's a great series to watch. They wanted the Mavericks. They played it out so they'd get them. Season series. Running away from them Lakers. (laughs) Season series, Mavs won two. Clippers won one. First game, no Kawhi. So, I mean, take what you want. I don't take much into any of these regular there's seasons, a, especially this year. There's only a couple I took into. Like, if there was like, if everyone played, it's like, oh, that's kind of like, well, I'll explain later when I took some of it. In. But that's gotcha. why, I, that's why I always put no Kawhi Leonard. It's like, hey, what if they, it's like with um, Jimmy Butler, he didn't play against the Bucks at all. So immediately, nope, none of those games matter. Exactly. Maybe you can gather some bits of information. But let's get into it. So storylines, revenge. If you're the Mavs, how disrespected do you feel that, hey, this team wanted to play us? Like we're some bums or something. Like, oh, they're going to beat us. That's why they want us. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. I've never heard of a team being like, oh, we want them. Yeah. And it's like close to me. It's not like it's not like the Lakers saying, yeah, we don't want to deal with the like Warriors. Like back in the day, right? Yeah. It's not like teams trying to avoid the Warriors like that. It's just like. So 
I'm I'm really confused here. You did you did you always do our outlines, right? Okay. Um KP, is he gonna play? Yeah. He's playing. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure. But so, the reason I what what confused you, the fact that I put his health is a Yeah. Just because he got hurt last playoffs against the Clippers and it's like this dude is a play away from being hurt every game. Like yeah. No, you're you're hundred percent right. I just wanted to clarify. Okay. But um so automatically people are gonna probably pick the Clippers. Um Dallas Mavericks, their number one problem. It's not Luca. It's everything but Luca. It's Luca and the boys. And I have confidence in the Mavericks. Not so much confidence that they're gonna win the series. I know I'm kind of giving away my pick right there, but it's just the facts, bro. Like I just hope they give them a really tough series. I don't think in no means this is going to be a sweep. I think they gave him a tough series last time, too. I think they were a KP away from going seven. Maybe they'll go seven this time. Well, well I want, I'm kind of curious to see how many games he like, predicted. But I also have in this, PG has a chance to rewrite some playoff sins. <laughs> um, I've been seeing people talking about, like, oh, people, he's never been a like big performer. I'm like, since Indiana, he hasn't really been that guy, like, we can go back. Remember the Utah game with game six in Utah, the yeah. loss of Donovan Mitchell, and he was scared to shoot. The big three that failed. Yeah, the big mellow Russ and him. And then the year after, yeah, he got hurt. He didn't play that good in the series with Dame Lillard. He's been, yeah, he's and been then, having some excuses. I mean, last year it was a train wreck. Train wreck, exactly. So he has a chance to rewrite his like playoff history, and he needs to. Like, this is a make or break it year for him. It really is. If he plays bad this postseason, Kawhi's gone. I don't think Kawhi's gone. I think he's gone. Like, I don't think he's gone. I, I mean, why would I you? think Kawhi's gone? If he winds up playing bad, I see Kawhi leaving. Well, how is this any different from from Doc Rivers from last year? Like, they have Tyron Lue. It, it's a little like smaller version of Doc Rivers and yeah. lighter, and maybe like a little younger. That's it. Like a little more spring in his step. But like, it's so weird. It's so weird for a team like this to to go far into the playoffs. Like. I haven't seen shit all year that's different. That makes me feel any different. And just the fact that they fucking, like, wussed out of getting a certain matchup kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like, I do. I want to, I want to like the Clippers and say, like, yo, watch out for the Clippers. Like, we know what Kawhi brings. And, you know, that what if with Paul George, like, redemption season. But I really don't. I, I don't feel it at all, bro. Like. They they still don't have a big to guard AD if they do wind up getting far. And, like, Kawhi is kind of lackadaisical at times, like, in, in last year. Like, I mean, there was times where, like, where the fuck are you? He tries to turn it on sometimes, and it's kind of like a dangerous way to play. I don't know why. I feel like the Clippers, they just not, they don't have a great chemistry. And maybe Rondo can kind of right some of the playoff wrongs, but, like, Let's go on to what, how they're going to win this series. How do the Clippers win? You do the Clippers, and I'll do the Dallas. Okay. So the Clippers, it's simple. It's Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> like, those guys have to show up. And I know it's crazy because usually with two good players, you'll be like, hey, they're bringing 30. Like, regardless, like, they're going to combine for at least 50, 60. I don't feel that way because of the playoff woes. And it really scares me. And uh, Lou Williams, so that's going to hurt them. I think Lou Williams might help them. 
not having him might help them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. maybe some some addition by subtraction on that M- one. Maybe, but you know they have Rondo now, and he's he's streaky. Boogie's still on the team, right? Oh yeah, yeah. he got his ten day, his remainder, see remainder of the season contract. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go take the Dallas side. Uh, obviously, Luca needs to go off, right? Luca can't have bad shooting games. Uh, KP needs to step up. He needs to protect the basket. They need to find some way to just slow down Kawhi. Honestly, who's their best defender? Finney Smith, in your opinion? Richardson. I think it's Richardson. I'd put Richardson on Paul George and kind of just let him like get cooked if that's going to happen. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Like I would leave Richardson on the island, and then I would let like my whole scheme kind of be around like stopping Kawhi. Like, don't let him get to that mid-range. Like, it's too lethal, right? Yeah. Who's your X factor? Not role X X factor role player. Excuse me. Who? What's the Clippers X factor? Whether it's a storyline, player. What is it? I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with uh, Serge Ibaka. I think Serge Ibaka is definitely an X factor. He had a great uh, bubble with Toronto last year, so I'm kind of eager to see that again. Like maybe we see that, but it has to be Serge, man. He's kind of had a underwhelming season you can say with he's, the clippers he's been banged up but he's i feel like he's been good man i really wanted him as on to like to be a laker yeah but i feel like it's him like as far as i think it's just the performance of pg it's like really? which pg you get like if you get shitty pg it's they're gonna lose a series yeah like you can't have your second guy not show up x factor for the Mavs. we already touched on it help the kp uh, if he can stay healthy he's gonna change the series like we thought they could have went seven last year with him um I like the Ibaka thing. I'm going to say one thing about the Mavs. If they can find, if Tim Hardaway can kind of match PG, yes, Tim Hardaway's not nearly as good as PG. But scoring wise, you've seen Tim Hardaway put up, like, have you ever seen Tim Hardaway take over a game? Yeah, with I the Knicks. Have, I've seen him take over games with the Knicks and the Hawks. Like, he's a very talented scorer. That's so, why he got that big contract. Yeah. With the and, Knicks. you know, did you see the report people were saying they're going to give him 20, some teams are going to give him $20 million again. I'm like, if you guys don't learn your lesson by now, bro. <laughs> yeah. Y'all deserve it. Like, we're going to pick. I'm just going to hit you with some team stats. Clippers are the best three-point shooting team in the league. The Mavericks are pretty pedestrian at defending at their 18th in the league. Uh, the Mavericks don't. The Mavericks take care of the ball. So do the Clippers. Clippers are very good at defending at three. They're seventh in the NBA. And that's it. They're, that's it, really. little funny stat that I'm seeing right here. Rick Carlisle, 60 and 66 playoff record, under 500. That's your NBA championship coach. I I love Rick Carlisle, but that's kind of shocking to see um, that he's under 500. Really? Yeah, I, I think that's shocking to me. I mean, I feel like he's just had some really like a crappy teams. He's kind of like, I think he's one of the best coaches in basketball. I really do. I think do that. too. Like I think he's much better than Tyrone Lue, and what's his record? I bet it's a lot better, forty-four and twenty-two. <laughs> I think it's just all dependent on like, yeah, in the East it's a fucking cakewalk, and in the West it's like, geez, we can't do shit. I feel you. But who's your pick, Max? I'm gonna go Dallas in seven. Dallas in seven. This is your seven gamer, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Clippers in six. I'm still not confident in KP. Kind of scares me, but. I wouldn't be surprised if you're right. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I it's just hard for me to to put all my 
eggs in the basket for he has, Hardaway he's, and KP. He's, yeah, that's, that's a sh- I'm thinking about it. It's kind of a shaky basket to it put is. your eggs in, but it like, is. I just don't want the Clippers to win. And I, I think the, I'm more putting my eggs in the Luka basket than that basket. Yeah. But they, maybe Richardson can step up. Mavericks have a decent team, but they just need to find some way to just slow down Kawhi. That's so, going to be tough. With you picking them seven, just before we move on to the Eastern Conference, what series do you think on the West is the most exciting? This one, four or five. Okay. Uh, I think Utah's going to slaughter. Phoenix is going to get killed. Yeah. And I, I, like, I don't give a fuck about the Blazers. The Blazers are whatever. They're dead man walking. I like that series. I think that's going to be the most entertaining, and I think that one's really? going to go seven. Yes. And then second will obviously be the the Clippers and Mavericks. Okay. Loki, a little storyline I just want to say before we move on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Chris Paul and LeBron. Being friends. Being BFF. Uh, what do they call that shit? Um, and then LeBron slides him a little win. No, no, no. What's, <laughs> what's that stupid uh, thing they did? Banana boat? Banana boat gang. Thank you. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, LeBron's kind of a shitty friend. He's like, hey, bro, I got to I gotta clap you up real quick. <laughs> I have to do this. All right, but look, let's get into the Eastern Conference because it's kind of interesting, even though some people think it's a lot weaker. I feel kind of bad we're spending so little time on the one seed, but I'm pretty sure we just – Everyone in the America is considering, like, yeah, this is going to be a cakewalk for both one seeds. Yeah. So let's go to the one seed Sixers. They're going to either be playing the Indiana, Indiana Pacers, excuse me, and the Boston Celtics. Nope. No, the Wizards. The Wizards. Sorry. Well, really quick, Wizards or Indiana, who are you picking? Uh, Winston's watching. Winston, you're watching? Damn it, Winston. I'm sorry. I got to go Pacers. I'm going Pacers too. I'm sorry, Winston. Dog. We were with your Wizards last podcast, bro. They oh, we'll we never pick the Boston Celtics. Boston could be playing Iraq. I take Iraq. <laughs> yeah, Russ. Russ just scares me. But let's assume that the Pacers win, okay? And then we'll give a little scenario at the end if if the Wizards get in. But um, Sixers against the Pacers. Look, Sixers are just flat out a way better team, and that's just the facts, man. What I you know I want the Pacers to win low key so we can get. The bonus first MB just Some to bonus. plug our video a little bit, a little Bro, shameful plug. I know, man, that would be great to see. That's yeah, kind of selfishly, we both want that. But look, Ben Simmons, MVP candidate, and Joel Embiid, they're just better off the board, man. It's just their defense is great, like top 10 in every statistical category. They're amazing. Like, I don't see them losing in the first round, no freaking chance. But one guy that scares me, Doc Rivers. Really, Doc? Doc. As Wait, are far you as the about... playoff run in general. Okay, that's what I was. You know, I thought you were going to say honestly, Ben Simmons, because I think the first round for the Sixers is going to be a little telling in just how they play. Mm. Is Ben Simmons going to look lost? Because even remember when they won with Jimmy Butler, he still didn't know what the fuck to do against the Nets. He's just still standing there, mm. like in the dunker spot, can't do shit. That's what I'm kind of curious to see, how they utilize Ben Simmons. Well, it's going to be weird, okay, because sometimes they close out with this lineup. They close out with Thibault, Simmons, Curry, Harris, and Bede. Did I just name six guys? No, you said you said Thibault, yeah. Embiid, Harris, Simmons, Curry. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Keep this in. We're good. Okay. We're not editing this podcast. We're good. <laughs> it's not a three-hour stream. We are good. 
I mean, that lineup sounds good, but you have two non-shooters. Okay, like, that's two, that's what I'm scared about. Two like okay, this is what I said with uh, Tyler, aka uh, Senior Nula. They're like negative floor spacers. Like they condense instead of like like Lamarcus Aldridge. He's not a floor spacer, but he can like if your floor is this, it gets like that, right? It gets a little bigger, and then Ben Simmons is like, yeah. But that that lineup is amazing defensive wise. That's why they like to have it. But like you said. It's tough. Like, you're going to have two non-shooters out there. But it's like, do you put in a guy like Danny Green? I don't see why not. Danny Green's been really good for them. He's been everything I wish he was for the Lakers last year. <laughs> like, against the Pacers, they're going to smoke them, right? Let's or be Wizards. Wizards. And this is what I wrote for the Wizards real quick. I don't think we touched on this. You get to see Ben Simmons in a playoff game versus Russell Westbrook in a playoff game. Arguably two of, the, like, the most flawed people to be in the playoffs <laughs> just like the way they play so i'm kind of rooting for yeah. that um anything else you want to add before we hit the x factors they hit the x factors i want to say a little something after just on the playoff oh, no. run in general i'm sorry say about the thing about doc rivers because i cut you off yeah okay doc rivers i'm scared about him as a whole in this in this little playoff run because look let's face the facts guys this guy hasn't won shit since 08 he's had those clipper teams um, he wanted up failing. That's kind of crazy. How many he's played a hundred and eighty playoff games? Exactly, that's a freaking ton. One championship, that's it. He has won fourteen playoff series by my count. I could be wrong, <laughs> but like, I'm and I want to sure say about like right. oh, oh, uh, probably about ten of them are from the big three, from the Celtics days. To be honest, first year they won four, the next year they won one. That's five, and they won three. Exactly. How many is that? That's already like nine. Yeah, and they won. I think two more. <laughs> yeah, most of them are from the big three yeah. people. So look, my main point is that's what scares me about the the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers is Doc Rivers, and yeah, maybe he's on this little like PG thing, like I'm sinking for revenge type of shit. Well, it's his first year, and that's like when he's at his best. Exactly. And then, like, every year gets a little shittier. <laughs> exactly, but he scares me. I want to believe in the 76ers. I love Joel Embiid. He can dominate the league. He got in shape and he fucking dominated, like me and Max kind of said. But the facts are, Doc Rivers scares the shit out of me, bro. I don't know what it is. Like, people love him. and He he sometimes just doesn't adjust. He's kind of like the Bucks in a way. He's like, yeah, yeah that's what we do. We're going to do it. We're going to go down with our guy. It's like last year. He couldn't figure out how to stop Jokic. Like, they tried. They just would, like. Just keep switching it with Paul George and Kawhi. Like he's gonna get totes. Yeah. It's like, why are you playing Montrez Harrell? He cannot play right now. Just watch out for that, uh, Sixer fans. So is that your X factor for the Sixers, Doc Rivers? Fuck coaching. It. Yeah, I have Ben Simmons in the half court. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if the Wizards play them, uh, Westbrook shooting. <laughs> uh, if the Pacers play them, I have Thibault's my role player. Just oh, to put that out there. Dang, that's that's to change mine. Uh, Jake the, Milton? No, no, hold on. I'm gonna do. I'm trying to think of one for the Pacers real quick. Um, oh, it's definitely McBuckets, bro. No, Buggy. yeah, that's my role player. But I'm trying to oh, think of like a like a good X factor, like kind of like a storyline. It's like it's for Levert. Yeah, like how's Levert fair? Yeah, it's Levert. like when he's like the second guy. And the 76ers, my role player, is Seth Curry. Great role player. Yeah, he'll be big. Damn, you said Thibel. That's a good one. Yeah, Thibel's good, man. I, I think he's underrated. He only averages four points per game, but. He is really good on the defensive end. He's a good young player. Let's move on, though. Spend a little bit too much time on the Sixers. We got to pick the series. Bro, it's Sixers. Sweep? Sweep. Sweep them. 
Hold on, let me bring just... out the brooms. We should have got a broom. Break a broom <laughs> like Shaq and Charles, uh, Shaq and Chuck last year on Inside exactly. the NBA. First, first sweep. What you looking at? No, I'm just typing in our picks. Yeah. I can move on. Yeah, we good. All right, let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets. They're either going to be playing the. Oh no, they're not. They are gonna... confirmed. Yeah, confirmed right now. Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics, the two against the seven seed. Um, Nets obviously storylines can KD Harden the big three like stay healthy you know what I mean uh how will Kyrie and KD and Harden chemistry be like chemistry issues with the Lakers and Nets they kind of got the same same problems like it's chemistry it's health we really don't know where it is and the third and final one defense how the fuck are these three guys gonna play defense like even though KD is not all that bad of a defender. It's really in when he wants to. And you don't really want a guy like that that's so lethal on offense, wasting a lot of energy on defense. So that brings up the, the question, like Kyrie can't play no defense. Harden can't play no defense. How the fuck are they going to be guarding these pick and rolls? That is a very good question. Before I answer, season series, Nets won all three. Kemba missed the game. KD and Harden missed the game. Jalen Brown missed the game. Throw the shit out. We're gonna. I'm just giving you the facts. Yeah. Um. I would say Jeff Green on Tatum. Just, just blitz Tatum. I would make somebody else beat me. I don't give a fuck if Marcus Smart shoots 15 threes. Go for it, bro. <laughs> exactly. Naismith, shoot him. Uh, you said storylines, right? Or I have to say them. Uh, for the Celtics, I didn't. For the Nets, I already did. Yeah. Uh, is this a sweep or a gentleman sweep? I have and gentleman sweep. Uh, what's going on? Like. There is no one on this team, in my opinion, that can replace Jalen Brown. They have nobody who could step up. It's not like, like I know Kyle Kuzma is no AD, but I feel like he can step up and score like seventeen, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't see anybody on this team who can score like Marcus Smart's going to score like twenty instead of ten. Yeah. Uh, no, thanks. Even Fournier, even not really. Even Tatum, he bro, he's going to get thirty-five a game. They're going to yeah. get blown out every game. It's not like it's not like they can defend either. The Boston Celtics, not really. Yeah. I have no faith in the Boston Celtics. I the only way they it. win the series is if they get hurt. The Nets get hurt. That's yeah. it. And Brooklyn wins the series if they don't get hurt. And look, and if you want to hear a little bit more into detail, if the Celtics wind up losing in our playing um, predictions for the tournament, we talked about a situation where Brad Stevens would be on the hot seat if they wind up getting swept. Me and Max we, truly believe that. We were... We were wrong, though, about them getting bounced from the play-in. Like, I can't believe they beat Washington. I mean, I can believe it because Washington is <laughs> just disappointing-ass team. Yeah. Uh, let's let's do X-Factors and role players. Who you got? Uh, X-Factor X for the Nets, health, chemistry. That's it. Nothing else matters. Celtics X-Factor is where do you get the points? Robert Williams? <laughs> Time Lord, Marcus Smart. Marcus <laughs> Smart can shoot 100% from three. That's oh, it. Man. My Nets role player is Blake Griffin. Yeah. Slash one. Joe Harris. You yeah. can pick him. And Celtics X Factor role players, Evan Fournier. Okay. Like, I'd be surprised if they can steal a game. Uh, my X Factor, I'm going to go on the Nets side. I'm going to stay away from the Celtics side. But on the Nets side, for role player, I'm going to go Jeff Green. I like that one. Maybe yeah. if you can slow down Tatum, make this. Jeff a Green is going to be huge for the Nets in general because he's the guy that plays the small ball position. So he's going to be playing a lot of minutes against the teams like the Celtics, who don't really run a traditional big man all the time. And then for an X factor, I'm going to go Joe Harris. I think he's the ultimate X factor because he's going to be the one guarding the best player most of the time. I would not be surprised if they put him on Jason Tatum. 
Like it's just gonna be the facts. Wait, you think every Joe, series? Yeah, it's Joe Harris. I would I would say they start with Jeff Green. Maybe put some Blake Griffin. Maybe maybe they'll throw bodies at him. I mean, they definitely, but yeah, I, that's Joe Harris. I think it's Joe Harris. They have this um, before you pick. Net, the Nets have the second best defense, and they have the twenty third defense. To me, I don't think defense like if you don't really lock in defensively, you're not going to be able to lock in in the playoffs. Yeah. But they don't have to worry because it's not like Boston can defend. Boston's the 12th defense, and that's before Brown went out. He's one of their best defenders. <laughs> and they have, like, a mediocre offense. Man, Boston, I'm sorry, man. It's just not your year. <laughs> what going, do you think Brad Stevens' playoff record is? I'm not sure. It has to be under 500. I'll give you – he's played – let's just say – don't look at my screen. <laughs> uh, he's played 80 games. Let's just say 80 games. Uh, Around 80 games. 45, 40. 37 and 36. Wow. It's kind of surprising. It's not surprising. I think it's a little. It's like he's won five series, lost six. Not bad. Lost seven series. We can just add this one to the fucking list, man. <laughs> so you're going gentleman sweep? I'm uh, going five games. Nets. Let me see. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I wrote it down. No, sweep. Sweep? Yeah. Jeez. What about you, gentlemen? Gentlemen sweep. I got 4-1. Maybe the Jason next Tatum two wins series one. we talk about, and we're gonna get into them right now. I'm gonna actually take the lead on these last two, if that's okay with you. I'm so excited. Uh, these are probably the two best first round series either conference. I really believe that. Do we have the three seed Bucks taking on the six seed Heat season Ooh. series? Bucks won two, Heat won one. Two of the games were back to back. Jimmy didn't play at all. Doesn't shit does not matter. Um. I don't know how the Bucks got so unlucky to play the Heat because that's a tough-ass first-round matchup. You do not want to see the Heat. Look, we were the Heat were the four seed like two days ago or like three days ago, and they kind of lost like one game and they fell out because of some tiebreaker shit. Yeah. The Heat are right back to being dangerous, bro. Like I don't give a fuck what seed they are. Mm. Um, so I'll jump into the storylines. It's a rematch chance to get revenge we've had a lot of that we've had like <laughs> we've had a pretty good amount of revenge the heat culture can they build the wall yeah and kind of like paul george won can Giannis write the playoff sins look i was going over this on our stream how the hell are the milwaukee bucks fan base gonna feel the day after they lose this playoff series max <laughs> they're not gonna i don't I don't agree with that assessment of them. Just I know, but just wrap your head around that. Uh, they're going to think Giannis is going to demand a trade. Like they're probably going to like. Is just... Giannis flawed though? I want to. I want to play this scenario. I know you don't think it's going to happen, but you're not always right, Max. All right, so you can't assume that. So let's go into the scenario. They do lose this series. Like they get their ass kicked five games. I consider that getting your ass kicked. If they do and it that, happens you again, have bro. to really look. I mean, Boltonholzer's gone. If they don't win this series, doesn't matter. Seven games, five games, Boltonholzer's out. It's time to like start fresh with the coach. Trade Brooke Lopez, maybe Dante DiVincenzo, get another piece. I mean, I like the core. I like Giannis, Middleton, Holiday. It's a really good core. Like, I think it just brings up the problem with Giannis, man. And but it's like, kinda he's still like got Westbrook. some. He still got some room to grow. And like, look, we can talk about it. Like, I'll give you the stats. Like, I actually just want to give you the stats for this season. When he played the Heat, he averaged 17 a game, 7 assists, 9 rebounds. This is what I thought was interesting. Chris Middleton, 18.7 assists, 7 rebounds. Drew Holiday, 19.7 assists, 4 rebounds. 
I really like that, like, like the diversity in their passing, right? Like, you have three guys averaging seven assists. That's pretty freaking good. They didn't have that last year. Like, Bledsoe for them is a lost cause. Like, to me, Drew Holiday is, like, worth two Bledsoes, right? Like, the the Bucks <laughs> yeah. are so much better this year. I'm going to be pissed off if two things happen, though. If Giannis doesn't take time, like, a big chunk of the game guarding Jimmy. Because I think Drew Holiday's the best defender to guard Jimmy. He's the best at guarding perimeter. Giannis is the best, like, free safety slash, like, Swiss Army knife. Yeah. And Middleton's good, too. You, all three of these guys should just wear down Jimmy. Kind of like how LeBron's been, get, like, got wore down by, like, Draymond, Iguodala, Durant. Bodies. Yeah. Bar, uh, Barnes, whatever. I know there's, those guys aren't playing the same team. That's 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 my point, to wear him down. So, one, I'm going to ask you for both. Bucks win this series. What needs to happen? Heat win this series. What needs to happen? Giannis has to take more of a role of a playmaker. He can't run into that wall. Like, I hope he doesn't go into the series thinking that he needs to shoot. Because that's obviously hasn't worked out. And I don't think his game is developed to the point where he can get what, what like, at will. And that's either posting up or whatever. Like, I feel like that's a big flaw in him. Like, he doesn't know how to score from the post. Like, that's a big thing with him. Like, it's just awkward when you see it, in my opinion. Like, he's just a freight train going to the basket. I he has really no creativity to his game. Sometimes he, like, surprised me with, like, some Euro steps, but that's really it. And, like, you're right. He needs to stop trying to be a guard and be a big. Excuse me. Um, I think if they're going to win this series, they need to adapt. The Heat are going to throw the kitchen sink at them, right? If if something's not working, like if Brooke Lopez isn't playing good, stop playing Brooke Lopez. If Pat Connaughton sucks crap, stop playing ca- <laughs> Pat Connaughton. And I don't want to see Giannis play 30 minutes a game, 42 a night, 43. Stop doing that buck shit where it's like, oh, we play these guys 20 minutes and 20 more minutes. It's like, no, Jimmy Butler's playing like 45 minutes a game. Yeah. And for the Heat, Pat Bam Adebayo, excuse me, needs to dominate the paint. He needs to, they need to, he needs to stonewall Giannis. He's kind of been his kryptonite, right? Yeah. And then Butler has to be clutch. That's all it needs, needs to happen. Well, look, we're talking about the Bucks. Another thing about the Bucks, a, a big guy who's probably going to be my X factor. Um, or role player, should I say? PJ Tucker, like he's a good creative. Like when Brooke Lopez is not playing well, like a guy that you can throw. In I like there. that they can kind of downsize, but not downsize if that makes because they can just slide Giannis to the five, him to the four, and he's like pretty fucking yeah, good. Either way, though, either way, like just him being out there. But look, I want to get into the Heat. I I agree. Like Bam Adebayo has to show his presence. Like he needs to dominate Jimmy Clutch, all of that. One guy that doesn't get brought up. That was a big part of their success. Drogic. Where's he been? Like, I know he's been hurt throughout the season. And he, he just hasn't hurt. been the same guy. Yeah. But if they can get that Bam Drogic, like, pick and roll going, yes. that could unlock this team. And I yes. think that's what's kind of scary because the way Miami, excuse me, the way Milwaukee plays, they just drop. Mm. And Dro- Goran Drogic is going to um, floater them to death. <laughs> and yeah. we're good. I'll get into it in my X Factors. Actually, can I get into it now? Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Let's go. I'm going to hit one with the team stats before I say the X factors, right? So the Heat, they were the 21st team in shooting the three on offense. So 35%, right? Mm-hmm. 
the Bucks were the 27th team in defending the three. They let teams shoot 38%. Bucks have the best offense. The Heat have the fifth best defense. No surprise, right? Yeah. The reason I bring up the three-point shooting numbers is because my X factor, my X factor role players for the Heat, I put white boy shooting, aka Hero and Robinson. Yeah, if they can have a big shooting performance, because Milwaukee's going to give up the three. You know how they play. That's going to swing the series, in my opinion. Yeah, because I think that point is very great with the with the white boy shooting, like Hero and and Duncan Robinson were a big part of their success. Like I felt like that's what made them different was one, the terrorizing pick and roll that Bam and Dragic was doing number one and number two, how great those two guys were shooting consistently in every playoff game series in the bubble. And they weren't like, like obviously they're going to get picked on defensively. Right. But they were serviceable until they went up against the Lakers. And to be honest, the one game that they won, who had a big game? Snarl Boy. Snarl Boy, a.k.a. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. They had a great game. Other than the game Jimmy, like team on yeah, the back game. Yeah. So, okay, my Bucks role player, X Factor, is Brooke Lopez. He kind of has to step up his game. Like, he's a good player. Like, to be honest, I don't know why they don't throw him in the post more. I know that's not really what they do. But, like, if I had a lineup where I, say, like, the second unit's in, right? You got Middleton, Holiday, DiVincenzo, or Connaughton, uh, Tucker, and Lopez. Why wouldn't you post up Tucker on? Uh, I mean, uh, Lopez on Bam. It's not like Bam's this great post defender. He's just a good rim protector. And Brooke Lopez kind of has like that dying art of the post game. Not a lot of guys have that anymore. Yeah. So get some easy buckets. Uh, my Heat X factor, Bam Adebayo. He's got to be big. And the Bucks. How do they adapt? Adaptability of the Bucks. Yeah. I'm going to go X Factor for the Heat. I'm definitely going to go Goran Dragic. I like that one. Yeah. Like Dragic. Sometimes Dragic is kind of like the engine of the of the Heat, right? Like if he's yes. like going good, the offense is going really good. Yes. He's just another outlet that they can go to. Um, for a role player for the Heat, Andre Iguodala. I hate to break it to Heat fans. He plays a lot of minutes for you guys. So does Trevor Ariza. They play like a good amount of minutes. Those guys are old, bro. So it's like if those guys have bad games, it's like, fuck, why we play you guys? Iguodala is not as good as Ariza. I'd say like they've, but they play a lot of minutes. Yeah, no, they've taken a step back. Like Crowder and Olenek were better last year for them. Yeah. It's kind of, those guys are like, that's why they're your role players, man. It's kind of like, they yeah. could be really good. They could be really bad, man. Yeah. And role player for the Bucks, I'm going to go. Let's go you said with Tucker. P- yeah. PJ Tucker. Yeah. Another one you want to throw out? And then X Factor, I'm, I'm going to go with Chris Middleton. The play of Middleton? Yes. Yeah. He got, he's got to step up. It's yeah. time to, like, he's been really good in the regular season. Time to put your big boy pants on, just like uh, you, Max, because who's winning this series? Milwaukee, four to two, six games. Damn. All the games are going to be tough, though. Yes. They're going to be great games. Oh, man, I'm not going to lie. This is the toughest series to pick. I'm going to go Heat and seven. I'm going Heat and seven. Shout out to all the Miami Heat fans. I'm going Miami and seven. Fuck it. Let's do it. The Bucks are losing. It's going to be a horrible day in Milwaukee when it happens. Which button does the, which button does the Spice Adams? That one? Yeah, thanks. 
<laughs> no, nah, you're tripping. Milwaukee all the way. But that brings us to our last and final series. This one's going to be really fun, in my opinion. We got the four seed Knicks. That sounded so bad coming out. Like, I can't believe the Knicks are in the playoffs. The four Is it 2012? Seed... Are we doing our podcast in 2012? <laughs> no, it's just... it's 2021. I'm, I just want to make sure. Man, I'm fumbling. It's late, and I'm fumbling my words. <laughs> like, I feel like this has been the most chill podcast. Like, I'm not really getting. I'm just like talking. Yeah, like monotone. <laughs> like my Barry White voice, bro. But no, Knicks the four seed playing the Hawks five seed. The Hawks started off slow, filed Lloyd Pierce. We know how it goes. Top Thibodeau put the new culture in place. Season series. This is the only time I think it kind of matters. Knicks beat them three to zero. Gallinari missed the game. Hunter missed two games. Chris Dunn missed the game, if you want to call that a thing. <laughs> the reason I bring that up, I'll get into that later. But um, you can start with whatever you, you want to start with storylines. Go for it. Yeah, storylines. I mean, the Knicks haven't been there in a fucking long ass time. <laughs> uh, don't I wrote one down. Don't say that. Like the top one. Okay. I'm going to save that. Uh, can the dream season continue? Obviously. <laughs> like the Knicks are a fun story, bro. Like they're just really fun to. They've changed their perception in one year. Yeah. And it's kind of funny how like it's not that fucking hard. Just don't be an idiot. Uh, a big storyline that I think too for the Knicks you're basically playing for a star player here. That's the way I'm looking at it. You're playing for that superstar Max guy to sign with you. Tim Hardaway. <laughs> yeah. Tim Hardaway. Again. You're playing for Kawhi, guys. No, in all seriousness. I know you don't think Kawhi's going to leave, but Nick fans, you're playing for fucking Kawhi, bro. Prove that you can at least go to the second what round. What an awful market and player match. Like, we have the biggest <laughs> market with the quietest guy, even though he's got like an L.A., out. bro. Come on. He can succeed in L.A. He can succeed in no, New York. No, he can succeed. I'm just talking about, like, think about all the endorsements he's not going to do. He does a shit ton for L.A. He he's all like, over the fucking place. He does, like, New Balance and dumb shit. Like, I see that motherfucker everywhere. He's on the billboard. He's on the freeway. He's on freaking weenie boxes. Like, goddamn. <laughs> you eat weenies? <laughs> I don't know. You a bump for that, I've coach. seen it. <laughs> but, no, uh, I think you're out of your mind, though. He definitely right. takes endorsements all like crazy. Right. Riding in the fucking Cadillac and Lowrider. <laughs> fucking this is our town. Fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, my bad. I was wrong. My you bad. Got a little Kawhi hate coming out. So my top storyline, and this is the this is the number one X factor for the Hawks. How do they contain Julius Randle? He averaged thirty seven six assists and twelve rebounds on fifty eight percent shooting. You look at this Hawks roster. I'll just say the bigs: John Collins. Uh, Dwayne, excuse me, Dwayne, Clint Capella. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Ogwu, Ogwangwu. I don't know how yeah, to say his name. Ogwangu. He's he's a he's Onike. a young. Yeah, Onike. Yeah, he's a young gun. Uh, they got no. There's no one to match up with with him. That's what I'm scared about for them. Like he's gonna eat. A Barrett played good against them. Twenty one points. Like Trey Young's gonna get his right. I'm not too worried about that if I'm the Knicks. So that's what it's going to come down to. That's how the Hawks win the series. They can contain Randall. The Knicks, don't speed up the game. Don't be an idiot. Don't play their game. I put let Trey Young score, but do not let him get other people going. I think the Hawks are at their worst when Trey Young's taking 30 shots and everyone's standing around. 
Also, Knicks, target him in every fucking thing you do on offense. <laughs> Screen. Yeah, make him, him play defense. Like, you got to give him the Steph Curry treatment in the finals. Like, whoever whoever on Trey Young offense. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you can add to either. Yeah, I, I like I like the Knicks a lot in this series, Max. I I don't have trust in Trey Young. Like, something about them just seems fishy. I want to like them. I really mean you both like them in the preseason. And that whole Rondo experiment wound up going in the fucking shambles. They fired their head coach. But I don't like it. I I I smell a Knicks playoff series win and going to the second round. I know it sounds crazy, but it's just the facts, bro. And one thing about the Knicks, a guy that doesn't get brought up a lot and who I'm kind of changing my perspective on, Derrick Rose. Like I think Derrick Rose is going to be is a, he big a role part player of this. to watch. Yes, like I'm not even a role player, X factor. And I know a lot of people are probably going to pick R.J. Barrett, but Derrick Rose is that guy. Like he's a guy where you look to to go score a bucket late in the clutch. Besides Randall, I had for my X factor for the Knicks was just target Trey Young. So I guess it's kind of like my key to the series. Yeah, and my Hawks X factor is ability to get timely stops. And how Bogdanovich is able to take over games at times. Uh, X factor for the Knicks. I like Nerlens Noel. I think he's really like he's pretty like a pain in the ass to deal with at times. <laughs> it was you said Derrick Rose. That was like gonna be mine. And then my role player is Clint Capella. If he can slow down Randall. What about Emmanuel quickly? I don't think Too Thibodeau, young. I don't think Thibodeau's gonna rely on the young guys in a playoff series. <laughs> no offense to them. How surprised would you be if one of these Knicks players get hurt because they're just playing way too many minutes? Especially Randall. Um, yeah, I, I could see that happening. A little Derrick Rose is gonna be like this fucking asshole. <laughs> like before, um, before we pick, I'll give you some team stats just so you can think about it. The Knicks were the fifth best shooting three point team in the league, which is kind of surprising. First in points given up per game, first in field goal percentage, first in three point percentage on defense. Wow. Hawks were basically pedestrian on everything on offense, and they were pedestrian on everything on defense except three-point percentage. They were third. Yeah, I was looking at that. That's pretty impressive. Like, they they stopped the three-point ball. Yeah, but I don't really see how they didn't stop, like, people at the rim or field goal percentage. They probably favored the three, though. Yeah, they're just trying to take away the three. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how DeAndre Hunter plays. So he's been banged up for a long part of the year. If they he's, can get him back, that'll yes. be big. I would feel a lot different if DeAndre Hunter was playing good. I'm just scared, though. I mean, I'm not scared. If I'm a Hawks fan, I'm just scared because the number one defense, and like like I said, the well, playoffs is more geared for defense. Like, you're allowed to play better defense, and I'm worried about Trey Young, like, getting physically overwhelmed. That's why I'm picking the Knicks four games to three. It'll be close because just because the Knicks have such a trouble scoring at times, but I'm still going to take the Knicks, man. I, I think this will be very exciting. It'll be rough. I think there's going to be a fight or two or, like, a scuffle for yeah. sure because these are, like, the Knicks play so freaking hard. Yeah. They play super hard, bro. They, they're, they like, a fucking pain in the ass to deal with. I'm going to go the Knicks in six, four, two. We, we probably should have said this and we're probably foolish for not. There's a lot of young guys in this series, so it's going to be fun to see how they react. And I consider Randall kind of young on the playoffs. He's never been the guy on a playoff team. 
Yeah, first time. And Trey Young's first t- uh, taste of the playoffs, John Collins. Like, basically the whole Hawks roster. Yeah. And then the Knicks, there's a lot of – like, Barrett, quickly. So, we both rolling with the Knicks, though, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right, well, there you have it. We picked every playoff series. We got it under an hour, it looks like. I'm proud of ourselves, bro. I'm tired. But, look, I got one more question for you, Max. Yeah. I want you to pick the MVP of the playoffs. Everyone wants to always talk about. You guys noticed we didn't really do a uh, award. We like, did the all, we did the All NBA teams, yeah. but that's more of like twenty guys. It's more of a conversation. And I, man, I just I really got tired of it, and I kind of think that the awards are kind of a joke in the so NBA. If you're gonna do the playoff MVP, it's got to be someone who's gonna go deep, right? Yes. So who's your playoff MVP? If you had to choose one, the reason why I bring this up is because LeBron or Durant. LeBron or Durant? I feel like those are the teams are going to go the furthest, so it's going to be one of them. But you feel like Durant's going to be like that? I feel like he's going to take a lot of playoffs. What about Kyrie? Off. I can see Kyrie as one. Okay, who's your pick? One that's very under the radar, and I know you're going to disagree, I'm going to go Ben Simmons. They're not going to go far in the playoff. Well, maybe they'll go far, but. They're going to go far. I feel like Embiid would have been a better pick. I'm going to go Ben Simmons. I'm going to go out on a limb. I know you, you know. And, you know, I will say this really quick. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But we will do another breakdown, like, in the second, like, in the second round playoffs start. Like, I feel, Oh, yeah, we're going to. The reason I said that is because I feel bad we didn't talk about the Sixers or Jazz that much. But it's like, you guys are going to fuck up the other team. So, it's not going to matter. Yeah, don't worry about it, guys. We're going to, look, we're going to be covering the NBA playoffs like crazy, bro. If you guys didn't know, we're going to be doing a live podcast every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. That's why you got to freaking subscribe, bro. Subscribe, like the video. And follow Max underscore Wancast on all all social media platforms, right? Exactly. All right. And YouTube, (laughs) Max and Wancast. Google it on YouTube or YouTube or whatever. Subscribe. (laughs) Hit the fucking bell. Hit the bell, bro. Hit it. Just knock it. Knock it into place, bro. And what do you hit that subscribe button like, one, or smash that like button? You smash that like button like how Draymond Green smashes LeBron's eye and then he fucking hits it right in Curry's eye. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we are, baby. That's fine, my guy. Happy freaking Christmas with all the NBA fans. The playoffs are starting, bro. I'm so excited. Tune in Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Live streams, baby. Stop messing with the damn mic because that is making a lot of noise for them. Can they hear that? Yes, they can hear that, I'm Max. Sorry. Anyway, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We're extremely grateful. Um, see you next time. Peace. Peace.